If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. Welcome, everyone, to the Inspired Choices Radio Show. I am your host, Christine McIver, and I wanted to add while I was listening to All the Times and 2, 2 a.m. in Rome. <laughs> we- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We have the amazing Cass Thomas here with us today and uh, tonight, this morning, whatever, wherever you are, at whatever time, we are going to have an amazing day, uh, conversation beyond boundaries, celebrating your difference. I would love to be your possibilities coach. Working together, we will co-create the living and loving you desire with all the possibilities available in the universe. I am a certified facilitator with Access Consciousness, a BARS Access Facilitator, and a Possibilities Coach, Energy Healer, Radio Show Host, and so much more. My programs assist you in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Are you ready to claim what you desire? Connect with me to learn more and to see what you could unravel in your life and create more possibilities that you desire. So today, Beyond Boundaries, celebrate the difference. What boundary have you set to keep yourself safe that has now become a limit? What will it take to lift these boundaries and celebrate who you are in the world? What difference about you have you made wrong? How much more can you express in the world if you choose to be more of who you are? Can you transform your boundaries to become springboards to expand and beyond what you can imagine? The amazing Cass Thomas is here with me today. And just before I bring her in, I want to tell you a little bit about Cass. Cass is an Access Consciousness Facilitator and Worldwide Coordinator of Language Projects for Access. She is originally from Boston, went to university in New York, lived in Paris, and currently resides with her partner in Rome, Italy. Her professional background includes hospitality management, theatrical, TV, and film production, post-production, and festival organization, and large-scale international events. For the last 10 years, she has been coordinating various international multimedia Pro projects and most recently has dedicated her time to developing international multilingual events for access and traveling the world with her popular workshops and seminars. Cass offers workshops on business, bodies, money, relating to you, relating to your body and other people. Cass is just an all-round girl, like there's just no doubt about it. She is an amazing woman. Her personality will come through the airways very, very easily. She's got a quick wit. She's got a direct approach. I just love her. Cass, welcome to the show. Hello, my darling Christine. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm so thrilled to say somebody got up at 2 o'clock in the morning so they can talk to me on the show. How does it get any better than that? Oh, correction, my dear. You have to get up at 1.40 to talk to it, too. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what might come out. It might be one of those tall... Oh. Christine. <laughs> Christine, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> Testing. One, two, three. No, um, it was a quick nap. I had a quick nap. Sweet. How does it get any yeah. better than that? 
How does it? You know, we stay up um, late working. I always say that if I'm not in bed by 1, then it's 4 a.m. Uh, thing. So I, I didn't really want to go with that tonight. I said, maybe I'll take a little nap and see what happens. So you and I are discovering this together for the first time. What happens when you take a nap between, <laughs> between 11.30 and 1.30? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what else we can create, eh? Will, I'm so thrilled. Will I be witty? Will I be smart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, will I just babble? Oh, well, I just babble on. <laughs> oh, my gosh, <laughs> You know, talk about boundaries, going beyond boundaries. Um, you and I met the first time last August in Costa Rica, and I remember you sitting beside me, and uh, I thought, who is this woman? You didn't say a word. You practically sat beside me for two hours, never said a word. And I remember you just took your hand, and you just touched my le- my leg, and you just said, is this your water? And you were just so peaceful and quiet. And then the next time I meet you is in um, is in Venice, and you are at our uh, Access Facilitator Conference, and you're all over the place, sister. And I'm like, wow, that wasn't the same one I met in Costa Rica. And anyone listening that knows me says, Cass, quiet for two hours, are you sure? <laughs> Maybe you were taken over her body. <laughs> Maybe it was you were tired the night before, but you have been breaking boundaries for yourself and and leading the way for so many other people in the world. Can you just talk about what that's been like for you when you started to break out from you know growing up in New York and and was it New York? Sorry, you Don't lived worry. in New York. I feel like I really haven't grown up yet. Every every day I'm growing up again. So I did grow up in New York. I first grew up in Boston, and then I grew up in Paris, and am now growing up in Rome. That's so. <laughs> all of that is correct. And when you talk about breaking and, and forging uh, roads, I, I recognize um, uh, years ago that I actually do that. That's something I actually do and am uh, in my life. Always. Do, I was doing so many things often for the first time. I remember when I came to Rome, one of my the first expressions in Italian that I learned is non si fa, which means it, that's not done. It's never been done. We don't do it that way. It can't be done. And I've heard that so many times in my life, and it's never been for me a um, a final line. It's always been, oh, great, then we can figure out a way to do it, or we can, you know, discover how to do that together. So um, in terms of forging uh, new grounds, I get that that's um, something that obviously is uh, titillating uh, for me, and um, and that's one of, I guess, the roles I've chosen in this particular incarnation. So how does it get any better than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, yeah. Was it was it always like that for you, Cass? Did you did you never come across where it, it felt like a boundary that you you were limiting yourself? Well, let's say when I I mean I, the first thing that came to my mind was um, my first marriage. <laughs> so, your practice? <laughs> Sorry again. Was that your practice marriage? <laughs> my practice marriage. Never heard that before. So that's a very good one. Was that my practice marriage? I guess so. In a, in a week, I'll celebrate my 15 years uh, with my second husband. So I guess it couldn't be said. When we got to the 10-year mark, he started getting really nervous. He was like, okay, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Cass. I'm rooting for you. I'm in your corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what, I, what, I, what came to mind about 
boundaries uh, not surmounting. I grew up in Boston, which it took me um, 20 years of being out of Boston to actually realize how small of a town it was. Because um, do you realize that the population of Boston is somewhere around 650,000 people? I, I was sure that it was in a million, you know. And so then I went to New York, which is, you know, in the, with the surrounding area, 10 million. But um, I left Boston to go to college, and which is uh, absurd. But of course, Boston is the college town. But I just was aware that if I stay here, I might get stuck here. And that's not something that's, um, that I'm willing to do. I always wanted to, always had a curiosity about the world and traveled. At a young age, I was I went to Africa. My mom was quite a traveler or interested in travel. Took me to Africa at fourteen and uh, went to Mexico at uh, at nine and and just was always interested in different cultures, different languages. You know, I grew up with my mom. It's so funny. I grew up with my mom who used to work, um, I guess, with a lot of um, Jewish people because my vocabulary consisted of so many Yiddish words that I had no idea that they weren't English words until I went to New York University. And all the Jewish kids were like, oh, come on, how do you know that? You know, Meshugana <laughs> and Sagik Samia and all these words. And I was like, what do you mean, how do I know that? It's, it's English. It's not English. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I was like, is it really? I never knew. And I called my mom and I said, hey, did you know this wasn't English? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Well, you never actually mentioned that to me. Oh, <laughs> does it, is it relevant, she said. So it, it's, um, I'm so grateful for her as that gift of not making um, difference significant and it's sort of being included. And then my dad, you know, uh, worked in, in his earlier days, he worked in uh, factories with uh, Italian immigrants. So, and I never got that this word he used to say to me, Kabiche, do you understand? Now, I, in Italian, now I knew it was, do you understand? And I knew when my father said it to you, you better say yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he would be like, Kabish? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yep, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> yes, and yes, I, father, yes, father. <laughs> and I didn't know that it was actually Neapolitan Italian until I moved to Italy. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. It sounds strange. Even, I mean, something as silly as my mom was in love with Picasso. And she had all these, you know, replicas and things of Picasso around. She never mentioned it to me that it was Picasso, though. So I go on, you know, at university, go to the next Met on a um, on a trip with the school. And I'm like, hey, I grew up with this painting. <laughs> I called my mom. Did you know that was Picasso? Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. I mean, I just say that to say that so many, um, so many things were not made significant or... I even want to say elitist almost. Right. In my in my growing up that that um it was every everyone everything is included, nothing is judged and has to get any better than that, uh, type of thing. So um I'm I'm really grateful uh for that. So when you ask me about boundaries, it's like no. It wasn't really part of um part of my uh reality even um from a child. You know, my father, who was a high school dropout working in factories, who retired as the head of the computer department at the um, at Liberty Mutual um, in Boston, which is a large uh, insurance company. Right. So there's there's nothing. Only you create your limitations, and only um, you know, only you can actually um, recognize them as 
the creations that they are and not the reality and, mm-hmm. and go beyond. So <clears throat> I feel like I had a um, great training. And thank you for asking that question because I've never actually put it all together in those terms. So there you go, 2 a.m. <laughs> in Rome. Look at the brilliance that comes through Hello, at 2 a.m. <laughs> it's working. That's fantastic. Well, you know, I love that um, that you explained this way as as in this was just part of what was quote unquote normal to you, and it and it wasn't significant and it wasn't special. And I wonder how many of us realize that we all have those places within us, within our lives, that we've created as quote unquote normal, and where we have actually set the limit around what is not normal for us. And or and when it comes into our right it comes into our awareness and then in that split second we actually, you know, kind of put it into a category. Normal or oh my goodness, this is really, you know, outside of my comfort zone or or this is so different or this is so spe- so special. Not that something can't be special, but that it's so special that it it it, it I can't possibly have it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's funny that you say that when we met, uh, we were two hours silent. I remember I really fell in love that time. I was so thrilled to see you again when I did see you again. Because <laughs> I thought we must have spent some special moments together. But those, um, you know, I find such a, um an interest and a joy in people, <clears throat> like unwrapping a gift. And, people, and there, um, I find things interesting about people that they don't even find interesting about themselves or haven't recognized as interesting. And like um, you're saying, that they consider so normal because they are that. So uh, what is actually truly extraordinary um, about us that we are so used to because we are with ourselves all the time, most of us, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is actually something so wonderful. Hello, are you with yourself? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) How are you two doing? Fine, thank you. <laughs> Cass punchy at two in the morning. <laughs> With my cuppa, my cuppa, as the Brits say. Cuppa, I've got yes. a cuppa. Yeah, and um, and also uh, beyond boundaries, I always say I love um, learning new expressions and ways of saying things in different languages. I always have. I mean, even when I lived in New York, we have the Korean markets on the corners, you know? Right. And uh, I just thought it was always, wow, they're from Korea. How cool is that, right? Uh, like, hello, how do you say hello in Korean? What's the greeting? You know, Anyang Haseo. Oh, that's so cool. And then how do you say thank you? Hamsamida. So, I, you know, that's like something I'll never forget because you walk into the market at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You've got three times a week to use that expression. Multiply that by 15 years and you right. get, you know, Hello and thank you in Korean, right? And in a lot of other uh, and a lot of other languages. And the, and the, when you actually are interested in people and in life um, and in difference, um, then uh, not only do you uh, seem interesting, but people just open up and um, and gift you with the most amazing. Um, awarenesses about their culture, about where they come from, about um, the way they do things that may be different than the way you do things. I just find it <clears throat> such a gift to be on this planet that is so diverse. Right. 
I, I, I love that. I mean, it, it's interesting, the dichotomy of the, the title of this show, because we're talking about boundaries and differences. And and we set boundaries for ourselves, and, and we see ourselves as, quote-unquote, this is what's normal for me, but we don't actually acknowledge the differences that we are and the contribution that that can be to actually helping us to go beyond boundaries. Absolutely. I know... I, I, see travelers a lot. I used to be in the hotel business. You actually said that. I'd love to listen to a, a bio uh, when people go through it. It's like, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, yeah, I did that, too. <laughs> because basically I, I am where I am. So I <laughs> figure I've always been on the radio with you sipping a cup of tea. Right. <laughs> but the um, I work in the hotel business, and people from all over the world uh, would come through. And I own a um, bed and breakfast in um, in Rome as well. It's been a very lovely if you ever come by. <laughs> and um, and so and I and, you know Rome is um, one of the Italy's got so many tourists coming through, and it's so interesting how many people bring their whole package and culture with them, and sort of build this little fortress around them that they're walking around in their comfort zone, even mm. if they're on the other side of the world, you know? So they, they, they physically travel, but they do not step into the other cultures or the other world that they travel to. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, I learned the lesson of that. Some things are good, like uh, don't drink the water in Cairo. That I can tell you, <laughs> even <laughs> if you're in the Sheraton Hotel. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I can tell you which Sheraton too. No, I mean in any hotel really, they give you bottled water, and there's a reason you're not even drinking it, like brushing your teeth with it. I forgot about that. But um, that was six years ago. That's I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny to see how people travel with that culture, and I see Americans uh, that do that all the time, and I living here for almost 20 years in in, uh, in Rome, I'm actually a little um, thrilled with that because I get to dive into their, you know, to American culture right here in Rome just by entering into their space, you know. They've got this whole, right. uh, yeah, um, you know, American thing going on. And for them, and and what I've always been is, a, I guess, a, a translator. <clears throat> and I realize that that's not just about language because you know that I do translate. Um, uh, language also, but what I do is I translate cultures, and mm-hmm. uh, I just do that by uh, who I be. So even you know Americans that come over to Rome that I slip into their um, world, uh, being uh, American or able able to be American, and then have that gateway for them also to access um, uh, Italy and the Italian culture uh, with ease. You know, so it's not such a um, it, it feels um, more comfortable than a, you know, cultural different change. Uh, right. I was just in Venice, for example, when you were saying we were in Venice together, um, the Hungarians, there were Hungarians who came over, and they brought Hungarian food. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and it was so cool because they invited me over to their little apartment they had rented, uh, lunch, and I've been to Hungary a couple of times and, and, and met them there to uh, workshops also in Hungary. And I thought, you know, I had a chance to taste some of the Hungarian uh, delicacies that I taste in Hungary. So in the middle of Venice, 
up a stairwell and boom, right in the there middle. You go. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. fantastic. Liz Cash, yeah. we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we get back, we're going to jump into this more. And we actually have a listener um, waiting, a caller waiting to ask us questions. So everyone just hang listener. on. We have a listener wanting to talk wow. to you. So I'll hold on. Listening. We will be right back. <laughs> Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, Please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are joined tonight with Cass Thomas from Rome, talking about beyond boundaries and celebrating your difference. And we're in the chat room. Just so you know, we're celebrating a lot of us in here. We're having so much fun. So if you want to join us, jump on over to the A to Zen website and join the live chat room. It's a lot of fun. So Cass, let's get into this nice and deep. Let's let's talk about this beyond boundaries and celebrating our differences. And what's going on? What are you seeing with people uh, how they they limit themselves and and what is it that they can actually do to be going beyond this? Um, well, uh, first of all, I want to say it's very funny to be listening to my voice on the bars ad <laughs> <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Am I talking? So that was cool. Thank you for that. And you know, when you ask that question, um, my mind does an elastic thing so we can talk on the macro on the micro what people do uh, to limit themselves the first thing that came up was um actually the larger um scale you know a lot of people are or have been over the last few years buying into the idea of economic crisis and the mm-hmm. idea of um and it, and when you're willing to look at the forest and not just the trees it's so evident how financial um, and economic crisis are actually created 
aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and when they are created, um, one of the uh, unfortunate effects of that seem to be that people actually hold things closer to their chest, um, that they're less willing to um, explore. And, you know, ec- economics has always been <clears throat> a hidden, um, let's say, igniter of um, exclusionism um, and different, and that can be um, uh, of race, of nationalities, of um, economic class. It can be uh, on all different kinds of levels. So mm-hmm. it does, when we're talking about creating a culture of peace, when we're talking about creating uh, an awareness on the planet of actually how similar we are, um, and that does not um, help when uh, governments actually try to create that. Governments, religions, um, this uh, divide and conquer, um, if you were to recognize how very connected uh, we all are, uh, all the molecules uh, and the uh, cells and the uh, water <clears throat> running around in our individual bodies that's running around outside of our bodies that's running around uh, in everyone else's body that's running around in every town, um, city, state, country, uh, and on the planet. Uh, there's no way there's not a communication that is already in existence um, without you ever having to open uh, your mouth. Right. So uh, what what these um, created crises uh, do is they uh, get us to put up barriers, um, hold on to what we have, and therefore not um, really recognize uh, that sameness. And, and uh, so when we acknowledge how very same we are, then the little uh, 0.0001% of difference that makes one person have plant eyes or uh, another person have red skin or another person have, you know, small feet or something, it's really like, hey, is <laughs> actually something that um, can be a, a joy and a, and a celebration to see how is the world from your eyes that you happen to have, you know, red hair instead of, right. uh, instead of blonde hair. So, um, so when you say what kind of boundaries do people um, put up for themselves that they can't surmount, buying um, the lie of separation that is uh, packaged very well and uh, studied very well uh, on many different um, levels to um, dominate, manipulate, and control people and keep them in their um, compartments so that they are um, easily manipulated. Um, is uh, is something that that it happens all over the world, and that right. uh, more and and you know that. I mean, you're a facilitator of possibilities coach. I love that possibilities coach that you that that you are. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's uh, funny. You know, it's funny. I remember one time, um, my mother. You know, God bless her. My mother's ninety years old, and. Um, she said, you know, there's a terrible recession and, you know, whatever. And my mother listens to the news at least three to four times a day, Cass. And, wow. I, and I was like, oh, goodness gracious. And I said, can I ask you a question, Mom? And I said, was there a bonfire yesterday where somebody piled up a load of money and burned it? 
and Christine. You know, that's what she says to me when she <laughs> doesn't like what I've said. And I said, well, how can there be less money in the world today than there was yesterday? I said, people are planting this. They're planting, and this was pre-access. You know, I just was like, this is ridiculous. Because it's, it's just this barrage of, of things that we buy into and we get implanted with, right? And uh, it's the simple things. But, you know, Cass, what about when these things that we've been implanted with or, or, or this barrage that, you know, we've been controlled by, what about, what happens to us when it starts to impact our bodies or can it begin to impact our bodies? Uh, well, you know, our bodies are such a barometer for um, everything that's going on in our uh, environment. And I actually wanted to, I didn't um, say this, I was looking for something nice to give gift to the listeners. Mm-hmm. And I found a <clears throat> a um, talk I did on um, mind chatter. Oh, mind chatter. That I would, yeah. And it was, well, I was looking for something a sixty minute. Actually, last ninety minutes. I told you I talked more. It was supposed to be a sixty minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I will send that to you um, to um, to give to your lovely listeners and oh, and thank to you. you. Yeah, and, and and on that, thank you. And on that, I've, um, I. Talking about how, and that was before I, actually I did it over a year ago um, from Cape Town in South Africa, and that was before I became a uh, body, a body class facilitator for access. And I just started was talking about how our bodies actually give us information about everything, mm. every single thing um, that is part of our environment, whether that be our geographical environment or, or emotional environment. Or what's going on in our lives. So when you say, can it begin to impact your body? It actually, your body um, can signal to you uh, when that is actually uh, in the air. And just having that uh, with your body. And I, I always suggest, you know, waking up in the morning and saying, hey, body, thanks for getting out of bed. You know, thanks for waking up. Because, you know, <laughs> it, you could not wake up like at 2 o'clock in the morning. I need to be saying that more often. It's not wanting to get out of bed, lazy. <laughs> it's not wanting to go to bed or to get out, out of get bed? Get out of bed. No, it wants to, yeah, just of recent. It's just been really like, uh, so. Um, listen, Cass, we have yeah. a, a caller on the line. where I'm going to bring him in. His name is Andrew. Andrew. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> Hi, Cass. Hi, Christine. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How What's are your you? question? Sorry. Well, actually, I was reticent to ask this question because at first I was with the topic that you're discussing. I think, well, my question isn't relevant until the the last exchange you just had because it, I have my question involves the body, my body. Um, I have this sensation sort of in my lower abdomen that's like a really tight muscle tension that's unrelenting. It, it's it's can prevent me from sleeping. Um, I rarely feel that I'm hungry. I, I don't really know whether I'm hungry or not. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it, but it's it's becoming, there's times when it's really so intense, I, I don't know what to do with it. Um, I, I appreciate from you know, the access point of view is that that's an awareness thing. That's my body trying to communicate something to me. But I'm sort of, uh, I'm in this place where I'm not really in question about it. I just want it to go away. Okay. So what is your question? 
Oh, um, <laughs> I th- that's, yeah, I mean, so much conclusion about it, so I'm not really sure what the question, how, wow. <laughs> so for our non-access people, uh, Cass, do you don't just want to, ex- do you want to yeah. just explain this, uh, like why that's kind of important and why you're giggling about the question piece? Right. Well, well, um, even for the um, access uh, people, he came on and said, my question isn't, uh, may not be relevant. And the, your question's always relevant, right? I know uh, why I, we started talking about bodies, too, and any question is relevant, because I'm not even sure we were on a, a topic. Celebrating difference means everything. So even if your question were on a different topic, it would be on theme, since we're talking about celebrating difference. So just that for anybody else who's um, listening. And um, I did want to ask you, where's your delightful accent from? Is it Aussie? No, it's actually uh, from the land of the Kappa. Is it the land of the Kappa? <laughs> yeah. And in the, in the chat, they said, Kappa, get a cup of coffee. I said, oh, no, a cup is never a cup of coffee. It's a cup of tea. Absolutely. Yeah. That's actually an, in a different language word. It's, it's not American or Canadian. So, Andrew... <laughs> I asked you what, what's your question because you came on and actually did and said you had a question. And the more we're willing to, um, you know, the first language is energy, right? And so every language that we verbalize is somehow a second language to us. Um, but if we start being aware of the language we are using or what we are saying and how we are creating our lives with what we are saying or not saying, then it's really quite um, helpful uh, to us. So you said you had a question and you actually didn't have a question. So I'm laughing, and I think Andrew's laughing. He said himself, wow, I actually don't have a question. I have a lot of conclusions. So that's... Um, yeah. yeah. So when you ask a question, actually, just um, by asking a question, you're um, actually open to the possibility of a response, an awareness, an answer, something that goes beyond what you've concluded. Now, most people ask questions just to get the confirmation of what they've already concluded, um, but you have a slight opening there, even if that's the case. But, um, but Andrew didn't ask me a question, so that's why I giggled. <laughs> so what's your question, Andrew? I gave you all that time um, to think about it. I was like, lead time. I was like, please think about this question now. It's going to come. It's going to come. And the reason I ask you that, because the, the world is ready to jump in and give you a solution for what you have identified your problem is, right? Yes. And yeah. and also, my 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 brain wants to do that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm I'm looking for some kind of solution here, and... And maybe stepping over that whole process of being in question, and and also this thing about the question leading to awareness, not more conclusion. Right. Um, what if every question uh, led to more questions? You know. Yes. And 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 that ain't your brain, honey. That's your mind. Because <laughs> the brain is <laughs> is okay. uh, much more vast than your mind wanting to do a conclusion. Yeah. So if you were to have a question, what would it be? How do I listen to my body and bypass this mind thing? <laughs> cool. 
That's that's already a question. Yeah, yeah. And everything that doesn't allow you to by, by, bypass that um, mind thing, uh, destroy and uncreate, as we say, and access. Yeah. Uh, right, right. With that online pod talk show, for example. What came to me to ask you is how long you've been um, aware of that. Has it been forever? Um, yes. It, yeah. I, I think it's it's been. Um with me certainly this whole lifetime it just seems to be intensifying a little more completely and i'm also aware of of chronic patterns like where i i do things to try and minimize it like maybe eating more than i'm that my body actually requires and that actually adds to the discomfort at times but it's kind of numbs me out a little bit as well Mm. and i'm really getting clearer and clearer that i want to interrupt that pattern uh, yeah, and, and do which is probably why it's, which is probably why it's actually coming, um, um, becoming more intense. You know, um, okay. Gary Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, says every intensity um, is uh, some um, some awareness that we're not willing to have. But you know, the, when you talk about this, I just want to say this to you because we you're, we have a couple of minutes before the, the break, and I do want to um, respond to that. The energy of what you're talking about in your abdomen is what I always used to feel in my solar plexus area, which was um, a sort of contracted um, tightening um, yes. that, for me, um, and and see if this um, it feels uh, feels uh, right for or even close for you. For me, had to do with the um, barriers um, that I had put up to keep the outside world from um, from not caving in on me but um, overwhelming me just it just um, overwhelming my uh, my faith um, so is that sort of your um, protector yes. in some way mm-hmm. yeah yes. so what what was um, has been and the the access tools are great um, with that and the body um, processes are great, but also just, um, I did it from my solar plexus, you can do it from your abdomen, and whoever is listening, wherever you perceive that kind of um, contraction as the intensity, it almost just have a um, focus on that particular area, have it present in your awareness, and almost as if you were blowing up a balloon to begin expanding it. Hmm as if you were blowing up a balloon and allow it actually to expand even further. And you can do this while we're talking. We've got one minute, Andrew. You can do it in about two seconds. Well, even uh-huh. while we're talking, allowing that sort of balloon to expand your abdominal area a bit more, more, that's it, like that, yeah. Um, expand your abdominal area and expand it beyond the confines of your physical body. And continue to breathe because it's really helpful. Just don't, don't like fall out on the floor while we're on the call. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing is really good. We do. Breathing helps. Um, will you will you stay on the line and practice that a bit? And after the break, let me know if that works. And when you and when it falls in, just start again. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, oh my gosh, the time is going way too fast. We will continue with Cass and find out where she will be in the world. We'll go on a little adventure where she's going to be and where you can meet her. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I don't know where 45 minutes goes, but it's like a blink some days on these shows. It's amazing. So, Cass, if you would like to get in touch with Cass, you can do so at CassThomas.com. That's K-A-S-S-T-H-O-M-A-S.com. Cass also has a Facebook page called The Art of Being Cass. It's a beautiful page. Connect with her there. And Cass, I know of a few places you're going to be over the next month. You're going to be doing a live stream class on money from Dubai on May the 9th. Is that correct? That's correct. And I'm going to also, Dubai is really easy to get to. I'm also going to be doing a one-day money class in uh, Toronto on the 22nd of May. So that uh, will be uh, very nice right before our um, three-day body class. Woohoo! Yes. Uh, and yes, so uh, there's still some time to get in the prerequisites for that because it is a class about um, really accessing your abilities uh, with the body. I mean, the, the exercise that I did with Andrew, what I um, recognized, I've always had an ability with bodies and a lot of that tension um, that Andrew was talking about, a lot of us have uh, because there's a sort of um, sometimes a taboo uh, in Western cultures uh, also about uh, the body. And so many of us have talents and abilities with bodies that we haven't really um, uh, discovered uh, yet. So I recognize I have a, an ability to tap into the energy of uh, someone's body. They don't have to be in front of me and to know uh, what's um, what's going on, and it's so lovely in a, a classroom setting. Also, when you actually have the ability to, to have the awareness of everybody's body uh, in the room. I just did a, 
class with 70 people in it in Vienna and um, Austria. And uh, it was just amazing. It's, that's on my Facebook uh, fan page, too, with everybody just really audience at the end. So I hope you'll come and play with us. I am coming. I have not taken a body class. I've taken a lot of classes. I've been in access about a minute now. <laughs> so I've taken a lot of classes in, in 13 months, not a body class yet. And I've been, when Annie, our good friend from Peterborough, said she's bringing Cass to Toronto, I said, Cass is my lady. I'm getting my body class with Cass, so I can't wait. As yummy as your body is, you better get your body on a table, girl. Oh, baby, I like that. <laughs> How's it getting any better than that? <laughs> And and if you are interested in joining body class and you've never even heard of Access and you'd like to take the classes, um, I am absolutely doing the classes before the, the Bars Foundation Level 1. I'm in Toronto, Guelph, and Peterborough area, or sorry, Burlington area. Annie Galfand is a wonderful lady that's in the Peterborough area outside of Toronto. She's also doing these classes and there's so many more that are doing them. You can absolutely get those classes in before CAS arrives. If you go to accessconsciousness.com and look it up by area, you will definitely find someone. And if not, contact me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. I will find someone in your area for you because this stuff is absolutely amazing. So It truly is. And, you know, with the classes that we're doing, I think we're doing an evening class on the 21st. Um, in uh, the Toronto area and on the 22nd, those do not have prerequisites. And we definitely, since the body is the gateway really to everything in your life, we definitely will um, talk about some body stuff there too. So come and play. Come and play. That's that's phenomenal. How are you doing, Andrew? You're still with us. Yes, I'm still here. Uh, oh. it, it, did, it did ease up a little bit with that exercise to explain. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's a funny girl. Yeah. Um, and would you be willing to be patient with yourself also? And um, and as many times as, yeah, as you need to do it. I remember the first time I got some, I got some uh, space, some awareness of some space in my solar plexus area. It was such a, um, an amazingly vulnerable moment because it felt like something new and something so familiar at the same time. So, um, and recognizing that I could have some space there, um, I just kept making the demand, whatever it takes, this is not, this is going to change. So mm -hmm. what it, what, yeah. what does it take? Yeah. And what will it take? And if it takes me repeating the balloon exercise, for example, <clears throat> 60 times a day, I'm, I'm with it. <clears throat> And we can we can do that demanding as well around the boundaries that we set. And I love how you had said transform our boundaries to become springboards to expand beyond what we can imagine. We can begin to do making that demand of these boundaries to really change them. Right. I mean, things that we've <clears throat> identified as problems, or and um, or that other people have identified as problems uh, for us. Don't you love that when people say? You know what your problem is? <laughs> you, know, you obviously do, and I get—I bet you're about to tell me. <laughs> so if we can not uh, a buy that when we hear that, I mean, access um, pod pop POD point of destruction, POD point of creation, wherever we um, allowed that creation to begin destroying our infinite possibilities. Um, you can always say pod pop anytime anybody gets ready to tell you what your problem is. Um, but what if 
every um, quote-unquote problem were actually a possibility. Mm. A possibility for you, A, to look at something um, in a different way, B, uh, to recognize what you may not want to um, repeat, and C, to see something different show up and to and to transform it because we really actually do have the power um uh, to transform anything it's it's quite magical when you know uh that and when you're willing to ask questions change the energy immediately on anything just by asking a question and if you don't know what question to ask everyone's like oh my god i don't have the right question listen right the, the right question is the question that gets you to look at something from a different point of view that's the right question and so whatever that is for you, and it may be different today than it is tomorrow. So the question, the right question I'm about to tell you, are you ready? Yes. I've got the all an all-time right question. <laughs> Drummer, please. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. I love you. <laughs> what, this is the question, what question can I ask here that would create a shift? <laughs> That would allow me to do something different. Yeah, that's the question. That's a fabulous question. Yeah, and that question alone, you've already started moving the the energy. It really is um, about a sort of molecular demanifestation of that density and intensity, which is the same density and intensity that Andrew's talking about in his um, abdominal area that I was talking about in my solar plexus area that all of us sort of have walked into our bodies with these thoughts, feelings, and points of view of other people and these so-called problems, that when we start uh, beginning to invite some space into that, blow it up with a balloon, Mm -hmm. expand it, ask a question around it, we can actually, we have already actually started seeing it. I'm just reading in the chat, we've got five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> and and even you know coming back to where we're talking about bodies with Andrew and but any any challenge anything that's heavy for us if we begin to look at it from a, a curiosity like a a child you know like oh what's that you know just being curious about it as opposed to going into conclusion oh no and the end of that heavy energy of this is a limitation i i had this limitation you know last week last year last lifetime i can't get by it right and and i love it when we come at it and we start to look at it from the eyes of a child you know absolutely I mean, if we get that, um, Christine, if, if we really um, get that, or at least we're interested in exploring that connection that we have with everyone and everything on the planet, then you truly get that when you are working on yourself, quote-unquote, when you're willing to actually add more ease, more lightness, more space into your life, then that's actually going to affect everyone and everything around you, and they'll affect everyone and everything around them, and that will have a ripple effect on the planet. So, you know, this idea that working on yourself or concentrating on yourself or when something feels heavy and dense to you that you shouldn't concentrate on you and other people, that is actually one of those bogus things like the financial crisis to not get you to be in the space and the potency of you. Because when you are willing to, like Andrew, ask a question, get some ease in your life and in your body, you actually can be the catalyst for change, the potency that will actually change the planet. It's quite phenomenal. And our bodies are 
such a gateway and a gift to us um, and to other people. You being relaxed can relax the whole room. I love that. Our bodies can be a gateway. <laughs> that is amazing because most of us see it as absolutely the limitation. And I think you should do a show on that, Cass. Our bodies is, are the gateway. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to do it with you, Christine, baby. Yes. <laughs> we'll do a live you, show when you get here into Toronto. How would that be? Right in that, person live. <laughs> awesome. And I just wanted to tell you now that I'm awake, we're going to talk for another three hours. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, oh! I've got a show on after this. I don't know if Sherry will like it. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna come on the chat and chat you up then. You better send me that chat. I'm gonna chat everybody up on the chat. Oh my gosh, this hour went way too quickly, but oh, so much fun! Cass, thank you so much for for the contribution that you be in the world, for the contribution you've been on this show today. Um, for all of our listeners listening live or listening in the replay, connect with Cass. She's a brilliant being creating so much consciousness in the world and thank you thank you thank you so so very much and we can't wait to have you here in toronto and play with you in toronto and how many of the listeners want to come and play with cast thomas and the rest of us crazy beings who just want to <laughs> just play and expand and and, and bring uh, more joy yeah well you can join me i'll send you an invite to uh christine i'm doing a, a telecall tomorrow it's probably about 3 p.m in the afternoon which may be early for your listeners um, but um, also on the space of uh, communion with bodies. So uh, that's, that's on the Access Consciousness website uh, as well. So if you want to uh, sign up for that, and I will definitely send you an invitation. If you're free, I'd love to have you on with your oh, question. Listen, you send me the invite. I'm going to post it up on my Facebook page for sure. We have 30 seconds left. Connect with Cass, CassThomas.com, myself, Christine, at InspiredChoices.ca. Join me next week when we are going to be creating some new brilliant expansions. I have no idea what it's going to be, but it, I know it's going to be brilliant. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate you calling in, Andrew. That was a wonderful contribution. And I just want to give a big shout-out to my wonderful co-producer, Carol, who's always there uh, with her body and her being contributing. Thank you, thank you. Everyone, have an amazing week. And, and begin to ask the questions that can create the expansion to take you past the boundaries of your life and living. Stay tuned for our next great show with Sherry L.R. Taylor. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making...